0: Good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Thanks for joining me in today's episode. Um, we're going to do some rapid fire news, cannabis space, always a lot happening. And then I'm going to really kind of dive into some of my paranoias around legalization and kind of what's going on. Um, almost uh, like the globalization of cannabis um, as we're seeing other countries do something very similar. And, you know, for example, we have like this one here. Thailand giving away a million cannabis plants to residents—that's um, a huge, um, huge step forward uh, in policy change. But you know, my paranoias are like, why is this happening now in such an accelerated pace? Is there some kind of uh, some kind of coordination we don't know about or unspoken um, coordination among countries? Um, then we have this other headline, you know. Connecticut is finally uh, going to be bringing home delivery for uh, cannabis, especially in rural rural areas. If it's too far for people to drive, you know, uh, instead of you going to the cannabis, the cannabis can come to you. Since we're on the topic, this episode, this daily dose is sponsored by grassdoor.com. Cannabis delivery made simple at your door in 45 minutes or less. And you can save 40% right now if you use the code daily at checkout. So as we come to our handy-dandy Google feed for Cannabis News Now, this was the first thing I saw, and this was three days ago, as we go through rapid-fire news. Thailand gives away one million plants. Connecticut is gearing up for cannabis home delivery. Uh, Three facing charges after pop-up cannabis shops. I don't know what state or city, but, I mean, they've been happening here in L.A. for years. They just pop up, get busted, shut down move down the street, do it again. Legal weed is booming in Detroit suburbs, but the city is left out. Don't know what the hell that means. Let's go here to the news tab and see what it has to say. As we go down here, uh, looks like state liquor and cannabis board announces free voluntary security assessments of pot shops. Virginia beach police educating community on current cannabis law after complaints about cannabis pop, uh, pop-up shops 4,800 unlicensed cannabis plants seized. Interesting. Oh, BBC two days ago, London Drugs Commission to look at legalizing cannabis. I'm telling you, dude, is, is there some kind of coordination here among the countries? Cannabis, heart disease, and a soy derived supplement that may help. I don't know if you guys remember but there was a video I made regarding um, the connection between smoking cannabis and heart disease or something of that nature. Now, let's look at what this is about. Giving away a million plants. They're distributing a million cannabis plants to households across the nation in June. That's going to be June 9th specifically right here. Uh, So that's coming up really quick. The health minister announced uh, the move on Facebook May 8th, just a few days ago, less than a week ago. The new rule which comes into effect June 9th will allow people to grow cannabis plants at home after notifying their local government, Uh, but it has to be medical grade weed um, and it has to be used for medicinal purposes only and looks like no commercial use. So you can't sell the weed, You can't grow it and then sell it. Very interesting, I think. What is going on with cannabis? I mean, um, this is, you know, I've been thinking for uh, months and maybe even years now, um, after everything we've been through, why are we looking at uh, legalizing cannabis now? Um, Has Congress discovered a state that did it really well or that uh, improved on what they did over time? That has been uh, that that's that they believe they can follow that. Um, I know it's taken a long time to write something within Congress and get it passed, but um, I have my doubts as to like what the hell is happening. Uh, Thailand, London is talking about it now. You know, a video I covered months ago talking about uh, decriminalization of all drugs globally, what that would look like, what it would require. Um, and I think it was provided by the NIH, a .gov site, National Institute of Health. Um, what they reported on the data was simply that if you wanted to decriminalize all drugs around the world, it would be very difficult to do because of all the different regulations. This is why uh, tobacco is such a pain to even you know, sell across state lines here in the US. Uh, very strict uh, laws about that very strict laws about that. Well, the same goes for, I I guess, cannabis. However, um, it seems like there's this global effort to decriminalizing cannabis. And as you lift the veil of, of um, control um, over cannabis, what you'll have is probably more reasonable regulation. And then the ability to kind of have really, um, really good, uh, I want to say commerce, very smooth commerce across the world, uh everybody dealing in cannabis. It goes back to another thought I had that you know, hey, this is the future as soon as the you know other countries decide that you know we want to build a sustainable future together um they're also going to be looking at for uh they're going to be looking for alternative sources for many different things right paper for example hemp so it's it's going to be a huge industry could this you know coordination uh, unspoken coordination um i don't think it's coincidental that it's all kind of happening all at the same time um but it's still interesting. No one's confirmed that there's any coordination among all these countries that are looking to do something about cannabis. But I suspect that this has something to do with it, that they want to open up the world of cannabis to the entire world, ushering an age where they can finally utilize all the benefits of hemp, from paper to textiles. To, I mean, the list goes on. Oils, fuels, um, I mean, there's just so many uses. So as I mentioned in that previous video, if you're looking for a job and job security, that is one place you can definitely lean on long-term because uh, I think it's going to be a bright future there. And of course, it's going to bring about a, um, this, uh, it's going to usher in this world of sustainability that we're all um, really uh, kind of desiring right now. That we all kind of feel the pressures of climate change and um, the impacts that we're having on the oceans. And so, therefore, this might be a huge step forward. I mean, you got Elon Musk working on um, electric cars, which will reduce emissions. I mean, there's billions of cars on the road every single day for long periods of time. Imagine, you know, the, uh, the pollution from idle vehicles stuck in traffic for two or three hours, and this happens every single day. Um, so that's going to be huge, right? As we get more electric cars on the road that are very efficient. The other half is, you know, leaving our rainforests alone so that they're doing as, as an ecosystem for the planet, they're doing what they're supposed to do. It helps heal the planet um, same for the oceans. And then that way we can start building and using materials that are very abundant, grow, um, very rapidly. So hemp in this instance, it's an exciting kind of future, but I'm still paranoid as to like what the future of cannabis is going to look like. These are all things that'll happen down the road. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Uh, but I question like, why are we like rushing towards legalization. Is it just the taxation that uh, the government is after? Or is there something else? I mean, my paranoia uh, kind of can see all facets here. There's the greed factor. There's the control factor. There's the um, the fact that I feel people will be less... Um, less interested in being involved with anything that is unpleasant if we're all high all the time and mellow and you know is that what they want us to be and why so that's my paranoid side um my rational side definitely tells me that yes there's huge profit motives um we already see people who were once in congress taking advantage and Um, running businesses out of Virginia, for example, or uh, um, currently um, representatives of states that are still in office who are running businesses in some of these spaces Um, and um, it's all kind of coming out now and perhaps maybe that's also the rush is that uh, um, I don't know. know. I'm going to leave it there. What are your thoughts on this? I'm just crazy I, I like to consider everything there's a big picture um, to look at and as you know we project what those outcomes may look like there you know there's many variables that can change them of course but uh, when we think about human nature and Greed and behavior, you know, there are things that we can also kind of expect as a norm, uh, and we shouldn't be surprised if they start occurring. So yeah, I'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully, we can get those guests on, starting with uh, Mitchell Yoss talking about uh, pain management long term, some of the methods that he has developed over 20 years, um, and how it may possibly help you manage your pain long term. Um, in a safer and more effective way. Then we are working on a second guest for next week. If they're able to make it, it is Top Shelf Hemp Company, a farm out of, I believe, Kansas. And um, if they are open to coming in and having a discussion, I would love to pick their brain about what is going on with the uh, alternative THC products. They're heavy in the game. And uh, they might be able to answer a lot of questions you have, a lot of questions I have. So looking forward to it. Have a great weekend. I hope I've left you with some things to think about.